everyone. Welcome to the Headache Doctor podcast. This is episode number 11. I'm Dr. Taves, and it is my mission to empower everyone with headaches and migraines to break free from a life of fear and dependence and thrive in everything you do. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about the different types of headaches and, uh, and then a couple of migraines thrown in there. So there's seven different types of, of headaches that we're going to talk about today. And uh, these just uh, are, are the most common, at least in my clinic, and what I've seen. Um, one of the things, one of the major barriers that people have to uh, seeing me or believing that um, my treatment or, or the approach that I take will work for them is that they've received a diagnosis and, um, and, and assume that that diagnosis means that the only intervention that's going to work is going to be a medical pharmaceutical type intervention. So if the, if the drug doesn't do it, then there's no way that there's an underlying neck problem that uh, can relieve their pain. So I'm going to go through these seven different types of headaches, and I want you guys to understand that each of these headaches I have seen in the clinic. Someone has come to me with this specific type of headache. They've said, you know, it's been diagnosed as this. Um, can you help me? Some of them, it's like, yeah, I've seen this before, and uh, I, I have helped someone like that, and there's a really good chance that this is going to work. Some of them, it was, let's let's evaluate your neck, let's see how your neck feels, and we'll go from there. And then after that sort of four, six, eight weeks uh, of treatment, they found relief, um, whether that was complete relief or a significant reduction in the frequency or intensity of their symptoms, whatever it was. Any of these seven types of headaches or migraine presentations can be sourced back to the neck, and if the neck's treated appropriately, that type of patient can do better. So, um, again, seven different types. We're going to start out with the uh, two that are the most typical type of headache, and um, and I'll, I'll kind of summarize at the end and, and bring it all together as well, and and, uh, and as I've said before in the last podcast, if, I would encourage you to listen to the last podcast where I distinguish between the difference, uh, the difference between a headache and a migraine. And I also talked about how I don't like getting caught up in the diagnosis because the diagnosis, if not given, if it's given before the patient is evaluated properly, it can lead the patient down an avenue of thinking medication is the only way to solve this or, or potentially even a surgical intervention is the only way to solve this when that that's possibly not true. So the the diagnosis is important, but it's, it's more important that we are uh, assuming that there has been an overlooked neck problem. And once we evaluate the neck properly, then we can move forward with a, a proper treatment approach. And that's one of the biggest problems in this headache and migraine world is a lot of these diagnoses are based off of symptoms. So very few of these have objective data that's being pulled and saying, okay, this is the source of pain. So of these seven, they are all sort of this, this sort of blending together of different symptoms. And if, if your flavor of symptoms matches this diagnosis, that's the diagnosis you're going to get. Now, to be fair, a lot of the research that's been done is said, okay, this type of treatment works better with these symptoms, and so this diagnosis is what we're going to give it. And we'll get into that a little bit. But the, 
the danger again is that uh, receiving that diagnosis leads you down this kind of one track mind and then you you wake up 10 years later and you've been taking these medications and you still have the headache or the migraine and uh, there really could have been a, uh, a neck problem that if evaluated properly could have been treated effectively and uh, you wouldn't have had to to deal with that for so long. So the first type of uh, headache we'll talk about is a tension type headache. Now I'm going to clump that together with what's called a cervicogenic headache which is basically a headache that's stemming from the neck. Now the difference between these two is the tension type headache is commonly known as coming from tension in the shoulders related to stress, uh, anxiety, things like that. So because a lot of us are uh, sitting uh, in our desk job and uh, the office, our, our workplace is stressful and our boss is breathing down our neck and we just think, oh, I'm, I'm so stressed and I haven't worked out and I haven't exercised and all my tension is carried in my shoulders and I've got this headache, that's going to be referred to most often as a tension type headache. Now, those types of headaches are going to typically be on both sides of the head and they're going to start maybe in the shoulders, maybe in the back of the head and then just kind of wrap up and around and uh, present almost uh, as the entire head hurting, but definitely on, on both sides. They typically, a tension type headache is typically not going to be one-sided. Now that's, that's one of the primary differences between the tension type and what's called the cervicogenic headache. The cervicogenic headache is typically going to be one-sided. So that uh, one-sided presentation is, is kind of a tricky thing though, because that can also look like a migraine, that can also look like a cluster headache, a trigeminal neuralgia type headache, but the tension type versus cervicogenic is uh, that the main differentiator is that one-sided versus both sides. The uh, cervicogenic headache, the reason that these two will also get confused is they both connect uh, to the neck. And so your primary care doctor will likely call it a tension type headache because that's the one that's most common or most well known. And uh, if there's some neck soreness, if there's um, some pain kind of at the base of the skull, top part of the neck, the, the tension type headache or the cervicogenic headache can present with that sensitivity in the upper part of the neck. Now, the cervicogenic headache, if you look at the research, is the headache that is going to, is a diagnosis that's gonna be placed on a patient that has a specific uh, neck problem that's seen on imaging, uh, or if, if there's uh, some sort of wear and tear to the upper part of the neck, or if there's some damage to the upper part of the neck that is referring pain uh, to the head. Whereas a tension type headache is really just this like muscle tension or the, this buildup of, of, of stress and tone in the muscles that is sending pain throughout the head and kind of wrapping up and around, again, on both sides. And so uh, in a cervicogenic headache, they're typically looking for a specific problem in the neck and the tension type, they're just dealing with general stress in the shoulders. So uh, I hope you're understanding the distinguishing factors between those two, but they do blend together quite a bit, but 95% of the time tension type headache is going to be the diagnosis. And again, cervicogenic headache is kind of that headache that's not well understood and overlooked in most circles. So let's move on to a cluster headache. The cluster headache is a uh, very, very debilitating headache. 
These are typically diagnosed when a patient presents with severe, severe, it's called orbital pain. So, so pain around the eye could be in the temple and it can last uh, anywhere from, let me just check with the um, ICHD. If you remember, we talked about that last time. They, yeah, so 15 minutes to um, like three hours. So it, it's not the migraine that lasts like, you know, half a day to three days. This is a shorter lived but very, very intense headache that's going to be concentrated around the eye or in the temple and can also present with like irritation to the eye. Uh, maybe your eye starts to have sort of like a, like get teary. Maybe you have like uh, your, your sinuses are, are stuffed up or your, your eyelids droopy. You have some sort of eyelid sort of like swelling. And so there's, there's some uh, actually a physical manifestation of this rather than pain uh, sometimes. But the, the most characteristic sign of a cluster headache is, is likely going to be that really intense, somewhat short-lived pain. And uh, I've also seen patients in the clinic that uh, this, this cluster headache will be almost seasonal, like it'll come every two or three years or it'll come uh, at a certain time of the year. And the most effective treatment for it is going to be uh, oxygen. And so they would yeah, find, find ways to increase their, their oxygen or just um, have an oxygen tank uh, while they're having their, their headaches. But these, these headaches are very, very debilitating. And so it's definitely something that uh, you will need to try all avenues of treatment to try to mitigate the intensity of the pain. Uh, now, again, this is one where typically to see a physical therapist and to have them evaluate your neck that, that would not be a traditional thought as far as an approach that would work, but there's things that are overlooked in the neck that I've had, a, I've had two patients that have come to me with, with diagnosed cluster headaches that have uh, improved uh, with uh, improved mobility in the upper part of their neck. So let's move down. We have uh, migraine. So we've talked, we talked about this last time, and so I'll just kind of briefly cover it. The migraine is... Uh, going to be typically one-sided. That's fairly characteristic of a migraine. It's going to be moderate to severe intensity. So this is going to be debilitating. It's going to interrupt your day. It's uh, also going to present with like a pulsating sensation and be combined with light sensitivity or sound sensitivity. You can also get nausea with it. And then there's this uh, aura that uh, can just be these the sort of like um, oftentimes it's a visual aura where you get kind of like this fuzziness or different colors in your vision. There's a visual disturbance before the migraine itself. Uh, some people get uh, other types of auras, maybe like um, uh, numbness tingling or, or facial sensations. Uh, it, it presents in all different ways, but uh, that that is what a migraine is uh, going to present like. And usually if you have three or four of those things, you're going to get diagnosed uh, it's going to be diagnosed as a migraine. Uh, let's let's jump down. If you want to hear more about um, how a migraine is diagnosed, listen to my last episode because I, I dug into that a bit more and I compared it to just a, a headache because oftentimes people ask, you know, what's the difference and how do I know if I have a migraine? My last episode answers that question. All right, the, the fourth type of uh, headache is probably less common, but you may have heard of it. It's called trigeminal neuralgia. Now, this one's interesting because uh, typically it's diagnosed because there's pain 
that follows a specific pattern of the trigeminal nerve. Now this can be described as like an ice pick sensation or maybe like a burning sensation, some sort of nerve pain that's either in, uh, in one of the three branches of the trigeminal nerve. Typically, it's going to be around uh, the eye. I've had uh, several patients, it's actually not uncommon for people to come in and describe like they, they feel like they have an ice pick that's being driven into their eye. Now, traditionally, that would be uh, lead a provider down uh, the route of diagnosing the, that patient with having trigeminal neuralgia. That presentation of pain is typically one I, I kind of get excited about working with that patient because almost all of them, if I recall, almost all of those patients that have that presentation have improved. Now, the trigeminal nerve does have three branches, and so there's there's a, a branch that kind of uh, carries sensation from the eye, and then if you think of like you know, the cheekbone here, and then one in the jaw. And those three different branches, um, each of those can be effective. Mostly, it's the eye that we'll see that's effective, that branch from the eye. And basically, what's happening is is they're just um, the trigeminal nerve is just really irritated and and sensitive, more sensitive than it should be. And so a trigeminal nerve can be inflamed and angry enough where you just have a severe pain in that specific branch. Now, just to briefly go into this without going on too much of a tangent, the cervicogenic headache, or basically think of it as this neck problem I've talked about, ha uh, those nerves that are carrying sensation from the neck, they meet up in a nucleus. So nucleus is where all of those sensory nerves comes to, come together before they go to the brain. And that nucleus is going to carry all of the information from the upper part of the neck and the trigeminal nerve. And then the information is going to be sent through one common nerve to the brain. And so the brain is going to get the information and it could be coming from the neck, but being blamed as a trigeminal nerve problem. And that's why evaluating the neck is so important before we diagnose the patient with trigeminal neuralgia. All right, there's two more. So uh, menstrual migraine, this is another very, very common one that comes up uh, in, in the clinic. So my, my migraines are, uh, the patient will say, my migraines are tied to hormones. And how would a neck problem have anything to do with hormones? And I do talk a little bit about this in, in my episode on the triggers, but Basically, a menstrual migraine is a migraine that is exclusively tied to uh, your menstrual cycle. And so there's a, a two-day before and three-day after window of when that can occur. So about a five-day window of when this migraine will occur. And it's almost like clockwork. And the diagnosis is given if it's consistent with your menstrual cycle and then also if it's... Uh, yeah, two out of three menstrual cycles uh, and at no other times of the cycle. So that, that hormonally driven migraine uh, is one that I've seen in a clinic and, and can improve. There's also migraines that will occur with the menstrual cycle, but then also occur outside of it. And that one's not, uh, it's, it's not considered a pure menstrual migraine, but um, there's still a connection there. Now, just a, a brief sort of a side note on menstrual migraines, they can be treated with uh, hormone therapy, but think of this as if the neck is the source of pain, your hormone levels fluctuating will, will reduce your body's threshold 
for what it can tolerate. And so during your menstrual cycle, the um, your body's threshold is dropping. And so it's not that your hormones are necessarily causing the migraine itself, but it's just your body's not able to tolerate what's going on in the, in the neck. Now, the menstrual migraine can be one of the tougher ones to treat, but usually these patients will see improvement. Um, and if anything, it goes from a debilitating migraine to maybe a, an, an annoying headache uh, once we can work on the neck. And then uh, lastly, we have vestibular migraine. So a lot of the patients I see will present with dizziness. Now, if, if it's just dizziness, if, if there's just dizziness that you have, um, sometimes you'll get diagnosed as it being a vestibular migraine, but most of the time this vestibular migraine is diagnosed because you're having dizziness that's combined with uh, either pain that, that presents like a migraine, so that one-sidedness or pulsating quality, and then um, that it's moderate to severe intensity. Or if you have dizziness with like sensitivities to lights or sounds, or you have a visual aura with your dizziness. So I have had patients that come in and they don't necessarily have head pain, but they have dizziness and a visual aura, and it still can be um, something that if we look at the neck and, and can find uh, this movement problem in the neck, just the confusion of, of that pain signal of, of the brain getting like, oh, there's something wrong, can get all confused with these sensory nerves and uh, present as, as dizziness, and even those sensitivities can pop up. So the vestibular migraine patient, it can be traced back to a neck problem, and that, that neck, the treatment to the neck can uh, improve the patient's symptoms. So there you have it. There's the, there's the seven most uh, common headaches and migraines that, that I have seen in my clinic. If there's one of, if there's a headache or migraine that you experience that you've been diagnosed with, and you want answers on and want to know, hey, is this something that fits with this neck problem with uh, what I do at Novera Headache Center, please uh, reach out to us. You can call Tila at our front desk and uh, she will uh, be happy to uh, field that question and then pass it on to me and then I can we can get, get your information and continue that conversation because I want to make sure that there's no barriers of you receiving a diagnosis and that diagnosis maybe not being the most helpful when determining what treatment you need. And so uh, if there's something as simple as, hey, let's do a half an hour evaluation, and maybe this is going to open up a whole nother realm of treatment that can be effective for you, regardless of the diagnosis you've received in the past, then I want you to do that. I want you to open up that conversation with us so that we can help you. But I, I think for a lot of people, these diagnoses have been provided, and just hearing that their diagnosis is not just a one-track medication option that there can be an overlooked neck problem that, that has the opportunity to be treated effectively. And uh, I, I, I would hope that you at home hearing that, if you know someone or if you yourself have received that this diagnosis, uh, that that gives you some hope. All right, so this is podcast number 11. I hope you found it helpful. And uh, the seven different types of headaches that uh, I, I most commonly see and differentiating between those uh, stay tuned next time as we're going to dig in deeper to headaches and migraines and keep empowering you to break free from a life of fear and dependence and thrive in everything you do. Thanks for listening.